All right, welcome to the Power Talk podcast with our very own special guest, Pastor Paul Chicado. He's not a special guest. He's all he's a regular here. I was gonna say I'm pretty much. Uh, <laughs> I'm a special guest every week. Who's a regular. There it is. How there it is. That? He's that. okay. Get this. He's special in my heart. Okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and myself, Matthew DeLeon. How you doing, Pastor? Good, buddy. Good. Good, good, good. Well, we have a few words I'd like to break down for our listeners and for today's podcast. Yeah. Okay, some of these, well, this two particular words, one in particular is not really mentioned in today's church's vernacular. Right. And that is backsliding. 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 Yeah. Now, it's actually in the scripture in Hosea 14, by the way. Yep. That he will heal our backsliding ways. Right. But we're talking to, we might be talking to some people, let me say it that way, that don't, have never heard that term, backsliding. Right. It, it, it's really more, um, it's more a, a, a kind of a, a reinterpretation of people that have fell away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no real what you call word in the New Testament that you would say that's actually... In yeah. the English version. Backsliding. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But there's actually several references in Scripture. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, that do deal with the falling away. Yes. Which is the same oh, thing. Oh, the falling away, yeah. Okay, falling yeah. away from the Lord. I like that. Um, so, yeah, backsliding is actually talked about in the Scripture. Okay. Not necessarily that word is used to describe it. Okay, so. gotcha. And it, I wanted to bring that word up because I did a Google search for mm-hmm. the top most, uh, was it uh, top things that are researched in topics the Bible? Topics that are researched? Yes, yes, topics. And backsliding happens to be one of those yeah. that you that are found that people are looking for. Yeah. Now, first of all, before we go into that word a little further, why do you think that is? First of all, like uh, people are looking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I would honestly say because look, look at the world that we do live in. Okay. I think a lot of people know that they're living wrong. Okay, so I think that many of them already know they're living wrong. But I think that because, and I'm going based off of a lot of people that call themselves Christians. Yes, sir. Many of them, I believe, are Christians. Yes, sir. I believe a lot of people that do live in the world that have given up on God. Mm-hmm. I think they're looking for that that smoking gun that says, there is no way God would ever send me to hell. So it gives them oh. kind of an excuse to live the way they want. And so that's, that's really good. If you can't find that term backsliding in there, then there must not be any such thing. As long as God loves me, I'm okay. And you're right, because that's another one of the topics mm-hmm. is God the love of God. Yeah. And so we we kind of throw we throw certain things out there kind of try to justify uh-huh. our way of living, uh-huh. hoping, just hoping that we're right. Wow. And yet they don't really understand how to judge the full scripture. And, and you're right. And unfortunately, they're going to find that term backsliding it is in the Bible. Like you it just is, mentioned, it's, it is in there. It's in there. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuse to not live to the criteria which God left behind for us to live by. Exactly. The, the word of God. Exactly. So we've got to be careful that we don't look for that specific word necessarily because... Like the word rapture isn't actually spoken of in scripture. Right, right. But there's actually a couple of scriptures that do allude to that. Yes, sir. And if you dig deeper into the Latin, you can actually find it. Yeah. The taking away, was it was it taking away of the saints? Yes, or? taking away. And so, you know, the original word is like harposo or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which means the taking away or another term for rapture. rapture. So again, you know, if you're trying to find that exact word, mm-hmm. 
you may not find it, but if you look at the context of Scripture, yeah. you will find it. Okay, so now let's talk about that word for a second before yes. we move on. Now, backsliding is you know the way to go, but now you're choosing not to live that way. Right. So now you're saying no longer I'm going to adhere to the words of God, the, mm-hmm. the morality, if you will, as well. So right. these people, they, they know the way. Yes. Now they're choosing not to live that way. Yes. The exactly. righteous way, the way of the way of the Lord. Yes, exactly. Uh, basically, a, a backsliding state is means that you're, you're just like you say, you're moving away from the truth that you know mm-hmm. and the things that got you to where you were mm-hmm. and you're moving away from it. Mm. So you're back sliding. So in other words, it's kind of like walking up a hill. So imagine if you will, you're walking up a hill. That's a good analogy. And it's super, super slick because right. it's muddy. Right. It it rained extremely hard. And this mud is mm-hmm. not like, even with good hiking shoes, you can't. You start sliding mm-hmm. backwards. Mm. So you're trying to go forwards. But the further you try to go forwards, the more you backslide. Why? Because... You're, you're, you're you have no traction. You don't have no traction, and you're using the wrong components in order to go forward. You don't need just good good shoes. Right. You probably need like you know some sort of pole to dig into the ground. Yeah, some kind of gear. You may not need to have certain gear like a rope that mm-hmm. will pull you full, pull yeah. you up. So that's what happens when we start backsliding. We're not using all of the right things wow, that's that good. allow us to go in the right direction. No, that's good, Pastor. Because in other words, we're not using the Word of God. We're, we're not, not using prayer. We're right. not using fellowship. Right. We're, in fact, we're not going to church. Right? I mean, these are the exactly. symptoms, Pastor, of backsliding. And that's backsliding. To be backslidden now is a state. Oh. Backsliding is what's going on before you get to oh, the, backsli- I see. the backslidden uh, state. I got you. So once you backslidden, that's good. that's good for clarity. You've gone too far backwards. Okay, you so separated yourself from the Lord. So backsliding, you're in the process. It's a process, and so a lot of people you'll find that the reason why they start backsliding is because, like you just said, they're not using the whole, the Word of God to mm-hmm. hold on to their salvation to mm-hmm. stay strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're making up excuses. They're probably yeah. being in places they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. hanging out with maybe people they shouldn't be hanging out with. Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, they're, you're just doing things that are contrary to the life that they had originally chosen. And you're right. They're allowing the outside influences of the church to really manipulate, use them, yes. believe them. Yeah. And unfortunately, you and I have testimonies of our backslidden state. You know what I mean? Yes. We were both raised in church. Yep. You know, obviously different homes. Yeah. And then we walked away from God. Yeah, you, you know, it's funny you say that because the difference between me and you and a lot of people that I hear today, mm-hmm. when I backslid, I didn't make excuses. That's I it. knew here. I intentionally here. walked away from God. Yeah. I didn't try to say I'm a Christian. Come on, Pastor. Still go to church Come and on. then still go out and party and do my thing. Yes, sir. I didn't try to make excuses. I knew I was wrong yeah. and I admitted it. Yes, sir. God wants this you to good. be either hot or cold, mm. but not to be lukewarm. Past, this is and so that's good. what a lukewarm individual is. is good. When they're backsliding, they're making excuses mm-hmm. that it's okay. No, mm-hmm. either you are or you aren't. Yes, sir. You're you're either totally living for God, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's mm-hmm. going to be struggles with it. That's right. different, right? But where you're choosing to uh, allow things into your life that you would have never let, allowed at one time, yeah, that's backsliding. Exactly. That's why it says, he who knows to do right, but does it not, to him, him it is, is sin. sin. Those are people that are backsliding. Wow. That's a scripture on. perfect for backsliding. Come on, Pastor. So This is really good. I love the clarity. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. And you're right, myself included, 
I knew when I walked away from God, I wasn't making excuses to God or people. Yeah. I knew where I knew what state I was in. Yeah. A backslidden state. Yes. I knew who Christ was, Pastor. Yep. But I chose not to follow anymore because I was enjoying the sin. Right. And we just need to be honest about that. Come on, Pastor. You know, if you're going to backslide, don't try to make excuses because it'll actually be a harsher judgment on those people according to Scripture. Oh, man. Because they know to do right, and yet they're making excuses for the wrong they do. Yes, sir. You don't get to, you don't get to have the best of both worlds. You yes, can't, sir. I used, to, I used to call it, you can't have a horn and a halo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember okay. that. I remember that. You don't get a whole school right here. That's old school. <laughs> no, you, you either live in all against the things of God or you're all for the things of I God. I love this. This is really, really good. Again, I love this term only because it's not used. It's not said much. But it needs to be said. And I'm glad we're saying this in this podcast. Well, and I think we need to understand. So, what does the scripture say? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's yeah, what we need to go, do. I love it. Go ahead. Yes. Use the scripture because I, I love don't want to just. Say something as if, okay, because there are a lot of Baptists that don't believe that you can really yes. backslide once you've accepted the Lord. If you truly This is good. Them. Good. I love it. So a lot of them will kind of re- live some of their old lifestyle, but no, they're still Christians. And it's like, no. And, and then their this excuse is, is yeah. well, if a person does live in a backslidden state, yes, sir. then they didn't really ever give their life to God in the first place. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I know a lot of these Baptist type people yes, sir. that still live sinful lifestyles and still call themselves Christians mm-hmm. too. So how oh, do you know good. whether they are or whether they're not? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's watch what the scripture says. Let's, 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 let's do that. Let's listen and hear what the scripture is saying. Yes, sir. Because in James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20, it says, brethren... If anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns his back, sliding, sliding, I love it. Let him know that he who turns a sinner. So even James is saying you're a sinner. You're still a sinner, even though you knew the truth. Yeah. The moment you turned your back, right? You're 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 deemed a sinner, right? You're still sinning from the error of his way and he will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. So he's saying, wow. you knew the Lord at one time, but you've turned your back on that truth. And well, now you're a sinner. So that that scripture by all by itself really tells a Baptist uh-huh. that theology part of your that of your beliefs is no good. Is no good. Yeah, cuz he's talking about a person who wanders from the truth. Then it talks about a person who's now Tur- a sinner. Exactly, he turned his back. He turned his back completely. And I love how you illustrated that backsliding. Backsliding. And then we have Galatians. Yes, sir. Galatians chapter 5, verse 4, it says, You have become estranged from Christ. Well, estranged means that at one time you were connected. Mm. In other words, to, to be estranged means that you had to be connected to it and yeah. you had to be that you were pulled apart. Wow. So you were pulled apart from Christ somehow. Yeah. You who attempt to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. Whoa. So here's people that are making excuses now for the sin that they choose. And he's saying, no, really, you fell from grace. Yeah. You knew you were connected with the Lord, but now you're estranged. Exactly. You're separated from him. And you're right. The word estranged means to be, to tear a relationship. Yes. The relationship was torn apart. And yet you're trying to use the law. See, these are the people that today oh. I do. I do a lot of people say, well, there's nothing wrong with doing. Yeah, but you didn't believe this before. But well, right. there's nothing wrong with going to parties. There's nothing wrong if I slip up once in a while. Drink. Or if I do drink and get a little drunk. And mm-hmm. No, this is what he's saying. He says, you're attempting to use the law to justify your sin. He says, but wow. I'm telling you, you fell from grace. 
You fell. Wow. You didn't. You were standing firmly on the foundation at one time of yes, grace. Yes. Yes. But now you fell from grace. Wow. Grace is no longer your foundation. Wow. So, sin, sin is now your. Sin is yours, and so you can't use the law to try to justify your sin. You're sinning. It's interesting, but where in the law, Pastor, can they find? It's okay to sleep around. Where in the law can they find it's okay to get drunk? Sometimes it's what they didn't find. So how many people have you come across? And I know I've come sure, across. Go ahead. Well, the Bible doesn't say that. Okay, here we go back to technicalities. Uh, okay. Backsliding is not in there. Okay, mm. it, it, the word isn't in there, but it backsliding is. is. exactly. So a lot of people use those technicalities to try to justify their sin. Well, yeah. it's not in the Bible. Yeah. I know people that have said, well, but God doesn't say that it's wrong not to smoke marijuana. Right. Well, just because it's not in there. Exactly. Doesn't I heard mean that. that you can do yeah. it. And it's an herb that God created. Right. God created the herb. Well, and it's like, okay, come on now. That's that's an overindulgence, indulging of what Scripture is really trying to say. And now, at that point, like you're saying, they're really reaching for they're something, reaching. man, that doesn't, it's not even there. It's not in there. And, you know, because the whole scripture, all of the scripture is talking about giving our heart and mind to something. It, and once you open your heart there and it your is. mind through a substance, yes, sir, you're already violating God's word because the word of God says, be ye not, be ye not drunk, right. but be filled with the spirit. Yes, sir. And be drunk on the on the on the new wine, exactly, which is being filled with the, the spirit. Holy spirit. So right there, if being drunk can cause your mind, yeah, to be reliant on something that is not of God, yeah, <clears throat> and the Word of God uses being in the spirit and being drunk with natural wine, yeah. Well, being high on marijuana, yeah, is not the way to get your freedom and your peace. Come on, Pastor. It's being filled with, with the Holy this, Spirit. Amen. Now, you just brought back a memory right now. Back in 20, 2008, mind you, 2008, back at the building we were downtown right. in Bakersfield, you did a message on dominate. Yeah, dominate. Do you, do you remember dominate? I sure do. You said this. I love how you said this. Why are people allowing a drug or alcohol to dominate them when we should dominate it by not using it? Right. And that was, and I gave it based off the premise that Adam and Eve, when they were thrown in the garden, yes, sir. What was the first thing that they were told? They were given. They mm-hmm. were given authority. Yes. Which authority is meant to dominate? Yes. And then why did he give them authority? Mm-hmm. Well, then he goes on to say, "I've given you yes every herb and every plant, yes every fish and every bird of the sea. I've given you authority over." So we were supposed to have complete domination over yes. things. Yes. That today. The world allows to control them. There it is, Pastor. And we're not. God yes. gave us the authority to control it. Exactly. Because you're t- also, too, because you're talking about this drug, it's taking authority of your mind. Mm-hmm. It takes authority of your takes mind. It takes authority over your mind. Second uh, Peter chapter 2. Come on. It says, For if, after they have escaped the pollutions of the world. You see, Paul's using a word mm-hmm. as an example. Mm-hmm. We know that that wasn't talking pollution is the way we think of pollution. Yes, sir. We think of pollution as what's in the air. Yeah. Air quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying here, sin. Sin is pollution. He's saying it's pollution. I like so that. So he even uses words to give it as an example of something we'd understand. Yeah. He says, for they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. And yet they are again entangled in them and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning. Uh Uh-oh. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness. 
See, these are people that have known the way of truth. And they turned away. He's they warned turned them. Away and he's warning them. And, not, and then have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb. A dog returns to his own vomit. Come on. And a sow, having washed, to wallowing in her own mire. Oh my God! So he's saying that here we are, we're clean one minute, and then we return and deal, go back to the dirty, ugly things the next. I mean, he's referring us to an animal, a dog, yeah. then a pig. He's even referring, yeah, like this is what animals do. Why are we doing that? And he says, it gets really hard to come back again when you go back to your old way of lifestyle. So he's talking about the way you live right now, yeah. knowing the truth. You're right. You turned against it. Yes. And now you're living back in your old life. It's going to be hard. It's going to be like an animal. Exactly. And both animals, they live in a lawless mind state. That's right. And by the way, dogs do eat their own vomit. I see. And by the way, pigs do wallow in their own feces. Oh my gosh. Because they like mud. And when they're in the mud, they're pooping in it. And they don't care. They don't care. And that's what he's saying. It's like he said, it's like you're going back to the dung. You're going back to your poopy lifestyle. <laughs> he says you're going back to your throw up again. Wow. That's what he's saying. And mind you, you're talking about three different apostles writing this. Yeah. You had James. James. An apostle. Galatians was Paul. Paul. And then Peter. And then Peter. They all said you can go backwards. You can all, all of us can go backwards. So the, the, the theology of once this. saved, always saved is impossible. Wow. We can all turn against you, the cross that we accepted at one time. You just debunked it right now. Yeah. So backsliding is a real thing. I think more people look for excuses and read the word and check out backsliding simply because they're hoping, beyond yeah. all hope, mm -hmm. that it's not legitimate. Exactly. No, I actually did find it backsliding in the New Old Testament. Yes. I did. Yes. Hosea 14. Now, this is referring to people who have repented uh -huh. and looked to God as their source of comfort and as their Lord. Okay. Hosea, Hosea 14. Hosea 14. Verse 1. Return to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. He's talking about the backsliding way. That's right. He says, he says this, verse 2, take words, plural, with you and return to the Lord. So in other words, you've walked away. Well, so when he says take words, he's saying go into the Lord and repent Come on. with your mouth. Yes, sir. Don't be quiet about That's this. Right. That's right. Your actions weren't quiet. That's right. Right? Our actions weren't quiet. Uh, it says take away all iniquity. Receive us graciously, for we will offer sacrifices of our lips. Like you said, Pastor, there's repentance to our God. Assyria shall not save us. We will not ride on horses, nor will we say to our, the work of our hands, you are our gods, for you are you are a father, for, oh. for, for in you the fatherless find mercy. Sorry about that. Verse 4, here it is. And this is what the Lord says. I will heal their backsliding, and I will love them freely. So if we think that, so based off of this passage, one, we see in chapter verse 2, Hosea actually tells us the words that we're supposed to take in Come with on. our lips. Come on, Pastor. He says, Lord, <laughs> take away all my iniquity and receive me graciously. Come on. Come on. So he says, take words with you. Well, here's the words. There it is, Pastor. Take away my iniquity and receive me graciously. Then he goes down. So we got the words that we're supposed to speak. Come on. He's saying, forgive me of my sin. Yes, basically. sir. Yes, sir. But then he says, I will heal their backsliding and I will love them freely. Yes, sir. So here it goes against the point that we were talking about earlier. Yes, sir. Well, if God loves me, he understands. No, he says he won't even he won't love you freely until you've been healed to your backsliding. I love it. 
Isn't so it good? So don't think that, yeah, God loves you as a person. Yeah. But don't think that he's going to love you into eternity. Yes. You, you don't get to receive eternity until, until you, until you re- you know, return from your backsliding. Which leads us to our second word, believe it or not, which yeah. the second was topic was repentance. Yeah. Repentance, Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. That leads us to salvation. Yeah, that's right. Repentance leads us to salvation. So here we are, backslide. You're talking about people who actually knew the Lord, walked away from Him, or like you said, in the progress, mm-hmm. on the process of walking away until we're the fully backslidden position. Yes. State position. And then now we're talking about repentance, how to make it right. Now, repentance is for the non believer and for the backslider who actually right. knew God. Right. It, it is. Repentance is that is is what it's going to take to cure the backsliding, backslidden state. Ooh, I like you know, that. It's the only thing that can it's cure, cure. The backslidden state. I, I like that. You know, and so, uh, and, and we even see this in Second Corinthians chapter seven, verses eight through ten. Okay, it says, "For even if I made you sorry with my letter, I do not regret it." So basically, Paul's saying, you know, I, I, I love this guy. I, I may have made you a little upset, or I may have offended you, I may have hurt you, or bothered you in some way, but yeah. I don't regret it. Though I did regret it, though I did regret it. In other words, he's saying, I still have compassion, I still do regret some. Mm-hmm. But he says, for I perceive that the same epistle I made you, so, that I made you sorry, the, for, for I perceive mm-hmm. that the same epistle made you sorry, though only for a while. Mm. So it made you feel this way for a while. Yeah. But here's what happened. Now yeah. I rejoice. Not that you were made sorry. He goes, I didn't want to do it to hurt you. Yeah. Okay. I like, yeah. But yeah. that your sorrow led to repentance. He goes, I'm praying that what did cause that sorrow, to, that sorry, that hurt to come. Yeah. I'm praying that that was enough to get you to repent. Mm. He says, for you were made sorry in a godly manner. In other words, I didn't wow. do it out of my flesh. I did it because I knew in my heart it was the right thing to do, to tell you this, wow. whether you like it or not. And he's saying that you might suffer loss, that you that you might suffer loss from us in nothing. Mm. For godly sorrow produces repentance, mm. leading to salvation, not to uh, be regretted, yes. but to the sorrow of the world, but the sorrow of the world produces death. Mm. So he goes, you can let the world try to correct you, but you're not getting anywhere in eternity. Right. Says the one that I gave you, yeah. you might not have liked it. Yeah. It may have hurt you. It yeah. may have stung you a little bit. Yeah. He goes, but I'm going to tell you, this one's going to give you life back to salvation. Oh, I love it. And, and so, and the only thing that can lead us to repentance is God's word. God's word. Exposing the sin that Exposing we're in pastor. Exactly. We have to know this. And now, to me, the responsibility is really heavily on the church to get back into helping people understand this concept That's here. exactly right. Yep. I mean, without a preacher, how will they know? Yeah. And not just the pastors. Not just a five-fold ministry. That's right. It's the Christian's responsibility to, should, to shed light on this. That's exactly right. And it's our job to shed it because without revealing the truth of God's word, it's Good. it's impossible to know when we've really where we've really messed up, and I will say there are legitimately people out there that are doing things that are not righteous, and they don't know that they're not righteous. Okay, like because that. they like don't that. know the truth completely. I like that. You know, there are a lot of people that that, that don't know that you know getting drunk is wrong. I know it mm, sounds come weird, on. come on, uh, but for the most part. If it's been a part of their lifestyle and they've never seen a hurt or seen a Christian, yes, sir. 
you know, they have to be revealed that word to be able to be pulled in mm-hmm. so they can repent of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still living sinful ways, mm-hmm. but they're living sinful ways ignorantly. Mm. Now, will that make, make it into heaven for them? Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily. Yes, sir. But that's why we have to present them the truth so they can repent. I love this, Pastor. You really changed the tone on that when you really, mm-hmm. to me, you were talking out of compassion to those who really need to hear that compassion part yeah. for those who don't even know God, as opposed to the Apostle Paul's talking to those who do know God. Right. You you can't do things that are going to separate you from God, even though it might be ignorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe maybe sleeping yeah. around. You don't know. I actually knew, heard of a person that really didn't know it was wrong to sleep around. Mm. You know, as long as you love them. You know? Oh, and it was yeah, like, okay, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. The misunderstanding in that. It was just a misunderstanding, but I love them. And it's like, yeah, but God's word, you need to be married. Yes. Now, some people say, well, they would have went to heaven. No, that it doesn't matter what they think they know. They're wow. still separating themselves from the love of God. Because it's still sin. God, God, doesn't, God doesn't just look at the heart, but he also looks at the covenant that he made with man. Yes, sir. Just because you're ignorant doesn't mean that you get a free pass either. Mm. That's like saying that, well, you know, you know, a judge, I didn't know that murder was wrong. It's okay in my country. That's good. Well, it doesn't matter if it's okay in your country. And people would say, well, yeah, but you're using an extreme. Well, it is extreme. Sleeping around is extreme, but it's true. Yeah. He didn't know. That's good. Just like murder. If so you didn't right. know it's murdering good. was wrong, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You're still going to be ju- have to be justified. You're going to still be judged by that They're, law. Exactly. Even if you didn't know it to be true. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There's still a payment to pay, even mm-hmm. through your ignorance. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, you know, have to pay pay for not repenting, mm. even whether they knew it or whether they didn't know it. Right. We have to get before God and repent for mm-hmm. our life. We have to trust that in the process, God's going to show us these things. Mm-hmm. And that's what Paul's saying. Yeah. I'm going to show yeah. it to you, whether yeah. you know it or not. Yeah. Whether you understand it or not, I have to point this out. Yeah. And I did not want to bring hurt to you. I love that. I didn't that. want to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's this is the kind of person that Paul's talking about. Yes, sir. But I had to because it was godly. Mm. So that way you don't keep messing up. So that way you can truly, truly experience your salvation. Exactly. Because, Pastor, I believe he knew at the end of the day, he didn't want them going to hell. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's and a real he place. He also knew that some people didn't know everything about what's right and what's wrong he knew that some people didn't know some of the sins so repentance is extremely important that wow. we live a lifestyle of repentance because there are just going to be days that wow we've done things that god is not pleased with and so there are a lot of times I, I, throughout the week you know when i go into prayer there's yes, been many times i just go god mm-hmm. i know that, that if there's anything that i haven't been Mm-hmm. That I haven't yeah. done pro- properly yeah. or righteously. Mm-hmm. If I didn't obey you, or if I yes. said something I shouldn't have said, or wrong attitude, thought, anything, mm-hmm. even if I don't know what it was, mm-hmm. even if I did it ignorantly, mm-hmm. Lord, I repent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ever hurt you. Mm-hmm. And what that does, it even opens up the line of communication for God to touch me, tap me on mm-hmm. the shoulder before I do mm-hmm. make those mistakes. So mm-hmm. I repent because I truly don't want to ever separate myself from Him in any mm-hmm. way. Pastor, can you have salvation without repentance? Um, you know, you you, you don't have to repent daily. Mm-hmm. I would the, suggest the, the, the initial salvation. The initial, no, you have to. Yeah, you have to repent. You have to tell the. You have to acknowledge that you've lived a lifestyle mm. that hasn't pleased God, and mm. you're gonna you got to let Him know. <laughs> I'm willing to turn my life around. 
So no, you can't. That's powerful. You can't just say, "God, forgive me of my sins." You got to repent and mm. say, "God, I'm willing to make a change in my life." Wow. If you're not willing to make a change, wow. your salvation won't last very long. Wow. And here's the here's the truth. Come on. I remember. Uh, I was going to share this with the church, but the truth is, is a hollow salvation, mm-hmm. it, it, uh, or uh, um, a, a, a shallow salvation is a hollow victory. Okay, and a lot of people don't realize that their salvation is so hollow, mm-hmm. and the reason why it's hollow is because we we want to give our we want us we want Jesus to save us. We don't want to live for Jesus, though. Mm. And so what happens is they never, they live a hollow victory, and they always wonder why everybody else is blessed. How come God doesn't ever hear them? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because your salvation was was shallow. Wow. You just wanted to give God your a portion of your life, but you didn't want to give it all. You didn't want to live a lifestyle that mm. says, God, I want to live pure before you. Yeah. I want to live righteous. No, yes, I just want to know I'm going to make it to heaven. Well, that's a shallow, that's a, that's a, that's a hollow salvation. Mm. And or, or a shallow salvation. Yeah, that means I'm just going to give them what what little I can, but I'm going to do the rest on my own. Is what you're saying, even it, though you don't say it. I like what you said that which leads to a hollow victory. Uh-huh. In other words, there's no real victory. There's no real victory in your life, and that's why you won't see it happen in your life. It, there's no real victory that Jesus and the angels in heaven should be shouting about. It's not wow. a real victory. Wow, it's, it's just a hollow victory. So repentance, I can see why it's a topic that most people are looking up, Pastor. Is yeah. repentance. Yeah, repentance is the. It, it's it's beyond just asking God to forgive you of a lifestyle. It's claiming to God that I will change my lifestyle. Oh man, that's good. And a lot of people that's don't good. want to repent because they don't want to change. Wow. They just want to be saved. And no, you're right. In John chapter three, they said they love the darkness more than love the light. Uh-huh. And these are people who refuse. They heard the truth, Pastor, and they still refuse to change. Yes. Yes, and that and that's and that's where we are a lot in the world, and that's why as a pastor, my concern is deeply for the church because a lot of people live very very shallow, uh, a very shallow salvation, very mm. shallow. It's very surface level. Mm. I go to church. Yeah. I pray. Yeah. I do. That's fine, but yet you do things that don't please God, and yet you've never repented of them. Yeah. You wow. don't repent. Wow. So it's a very, very hollow victory. Wow. The next topic, Pastor, is yes. a good one. A loving God. Oh, gosh. They, people are searching to see in the Bible if he's a loving God. Huh. And I know for me, as you're preparing to, you know, to answer this, yeah. I know a lot of people hear the God of the Old Testament, judgmental, people dying. Yeah. Uh, again, going back to the judgment of God. Yeah. It was swift. It was quick. And yeah. usually death associated with that judgment. Yeah. And so people really question in the New Testament a loving God. I'll tell you why. I know this sounds silly because there's probably ministers out there that be like, "What?" <laughs> I, and I and I understand and I kind of get it because it should be easy. I think this is almost a hard question to answer. Yeah, yeah. And the reason is because we we associate just love as being nothing but a cushy place to land yes, when sir. life gets tough. Yes, sir. But that's not always the case. Sometimes love is hard too, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so love is, can be harsh. Love is mm-hmm. disciplined. Mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. much as it is, love is that sweet spot in mm-hmm. our life where we feel the presence of God and we just know mm-hmm. that He's there. Yeah, the comfort. Yeah. So love is at multiple different levels. So it becomes oh. a really hard, different one. It becomes a very hard thing to say. What is truly a loving God? Mm. Well, if you're just saying loving. And you're looking for a loving God as in like what he'll do for you. Yes, sir. Well, then he becomes a giver. 
If he's a loving God and you see him as a God who who gives you grace and covers your sin, mm-hmm. well, then all you care about is the wrong you do. Mm. If he's a loving God wow. and he moves and judges swiftly, mm-hmm. then all you care about is judgment. Wow. You see, loving God is really I hard to that. understand because the, in even in his judgment, he's loving. In his mercy, he's loving. In his healing, he's loving. In his forgiveness, he's loving. In his discipline, in he's... his discipline, he's loving. So it, that's one of the hardest questions, and so you're gonna find what you want to find. Wow! Because that's all you see him as. I see I love like of God even when He has to discipline me. And, and you're right. People either find excuses not to believe the loving God, or they'll accept uh-huh. that He is loving God, like you just right. described right there. And depending on what, how they want their loving God to look, that's how they develop Him. Wow. I see a loving God who's just as swift in judgment as he is merciful to forgive. That is so good. Perception, perspective is a big deal, It's Pastor. a big deal in this one. That, this is one of these few. It's a perception is what you see of him. This is why this is a very broad answer. It's a very broad. That's why I said most ministers might have a very simple, to, right to the point answer. I don't know. I see God's love in everything. No, and you're right. Every individual has to be treated differently who's searching this part out. Right. Is he a loving God? Well, it right. depends on her, on him. Right. On, on, all these different situations that are going on in this individual's life personally, That's Pastor. Right. That's so you're right. right. It's got to be very broad. It's not like this one answer, this is why. Exactly. Um, and so I don't know if I answered that properly, but I think what it does do is give everybody that's listening and an understanding that the ideology of love mm-hmm. isn't isn't stuck just to one personal value. Mm. It's connected to multiple virtues. Mm. So if you read in Psalms 51:1, I love it. It says to me, it says this in Psalms 51 verse 1, "Have mercy upon me, O God, mm. according to your loving kindness." He's saying, I need your mercy. And only loving kindness is going to, is only loving kindness will show me that kind of mercy that I'm in need of. Mm. He says, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. So he's saying, I'm in sin. I need this. I'm in sin and I need the love that forgives me of sin. Oh. You see? But then there's the scripture, it says, he chastises those whom he loves. Yes, sir. So there's love in chastisement discipline mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yet there's also love and tender mercy do you wow, see what i'm saying wow 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 so it, these are two extremes yeah it's very diverse that's right but and then then, then we say well what if god judges people to hell that's not love that's actually is love mm-hmm. you say how because god's love is like i don't want their sin to affect those that do want to live right that's mm. love you say Okay, that's a different way of thinking of love, but it is totally love to God. Yeah, yeah. If people want to go to hell, then out of his own love, he lets them make that choice. Yes. Out of his love, he also protects us from those people mm-hmm. for those who do want to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's love. It is all love. All the way. So that's why I said the mind doesn't understand the true agape love of God. Especially, Pastor, a hurt mind. Yeah. Especially an angered mind. Yep. And we again, the reason why we're going back to our backsliding, you know, you think about why did you backslide? Why did I backslide? Right. And the reasons why we chose not to serve God anymore. Yeah. We were angry with God. Yeah. We were disappointed in our situation, our living situations, pastors, yes. our parent, whatever it was. Yep. But what got us back, though, 
He's a loving God. That's exactly right. He's a loving God. He forgave you. He forgave me. Mm-hmm. We did some ugly, wretched things in those two years of our lives, right. those few years. And we came back to a merciful, like you just said, the loving God. Can you uh, read that one more time, Pastor? Psalm yes. 51, one. It says, have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. We believed it. We believed it. Yep. Yeah. That's what it comes down to, Pastor. That's exactly right. We just believe what the scripture says. Yeah. Yeah, these people who, who Googled this. About the, the loving God, how can he love in, in the Old Testament where yeah. you see nothing but hate? Right. Because he had to. He had to. He, he, people don't understand that that judgment is comes through love. There it is. It says in 1 Corinthians, was it chapter 12, the love chapter? Or yes, yes, chapter, yes, yes. Where he talks about, look, he says... He says, "Who cares if you speak in the tongues of angels, mm-hmm. and you and you and you walk in great authority and can tell this mountain to be moved from here to there?" Mm-hmm. He says, "He says, but if you have not love, you're just a clanging symbol, a yes, crashing sir. noise." Yes, sir. He says, "It's just noisy." Mm-hmm. So he says, "You can have all kinds of faith, so I can believe for you, yes, sir, to be healed." Well, right. that looks like love to me. But Why it's would not. I pray for you? He says, "But that's not necessarily love." Wow. And God's saying, I'm telling you, when I heal you, it's because I love you. Wow. But if I have to destroy you, it has nothing to do with not loving you. Right. Because he sent his son. Right. Right. Because he sent his son for you already. So I still love you. But yes. you made a choice to go against me, against that love. Exactly. You're the one that doesn't love me. It's not mm. me that doesn't love you. That puts a little twist on that question mark towards our God. Right. And so people are going through and trying to find out how could God love us? No, I think the thing is you need to ask yourself, do you love God? <laughs> we always ask the wrong questions. Uh, that's a high five question right there. <laughs> you, know, you know, Pastor? I mean, that's you're right. right. The question isn't that God, do you love me? Right. God, I love you. Where are you? That's right. You know, a, a non-Christian looking for God. Yeah. I, I get that, right? But God will reveal himself to him. He'll and, always reveal himself to you. And it always begins with John three sixteen. He already gave his son. Yes. He owes you nothing else. Yeah. Now you owe him everything. So let's. So the question is, what have you given him? Oh my gosh. Well, if you haven't given anything, then you don't love him. That's the real problem. Yes, sir. Because if you loved him, you would see his love in return. Pastor, that leads us to our very next and last one: is yeah. the need of a savior. That yeah. question is in there in the top. Top five yeah. most look for uh, things in the scripture. Wow. The need of a savior. The need of a savior. So wow. you just kind of walked yourself into that one there, yeah, no, which is a good thing. No, it's but the true. need of a savior, Pastor. Why okay. Why is there a need for a savior? One, you'll never experience eternity without the savior. Mm. It's an impossibility. Do you realize that even in the New Testament, those people that serve the Lord... Mm. Do you realize that they lived apart from the Lord? Do you, people don't realize that heaven wasn't even opened. Okay, so here, here's a deep truth. Go ahead. Here's a revelation for a lot of you. Heaven wasn't even open or full of people until after Jesus died and rose again. Wow, that's good. Okay? That's good. That's All good. of those people were in, some call it purgatory, some mm-hmm. call it the waiting place, some call it Abraham's bosom. Yes, sir. That means that those people were still separated from the Lord. Yes, sir. So it wasn't until the Savior yes, sir. who died, mm-hmm. rose again, and then sat at the right hand of the Father, it made it possible for all mankind mm-hmm. to be able to spend an eternity within the face of God. Wow. Other than that, yeah. we would have never had 
et- we would have never had face-to-face experience with Jesus ever wow. without a Savior. Wow. And that's probably not the only important thing as a result of salvation. Yeah. But without a Savior, eternity would have been impossible. The Savior, and you can also tie another word with that, is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like you just mentioned just a moment ago. The sacrifice yes. which he had to for the 30 some odd years that he was on here. Well, there you go. The Savior, Jesus had to surrender everything. Mm. Mm. So that way he could become Savior so people could receive everything. Wow. Wow. Get that? So he surrendered everything. Come on. So we could receive everything. Yes. Yes. So he had to surrender everything. That's why he says he became poor that That we we might might become become rich. rich. Yes, sir. He was willing to surrender it all. So that way we could inherit it all. Wow. I just read that in Romans chapter 3, by the way, what you yeah. just said, that holding tank, if you will. Yes. For all the people to finally enter into heaven for those who actually live righteously in the Old Testament and yes. in the New, Pastor. Yeah. So even those that live righteous in the Old Testament, they needed They're a waiting. Savior They're to waiting. pull them out. That's it. So basically what Jesus did is he came down because he wasn't mm-hmm. Savior yet. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. wasn't Savior until he sat back down again in that throne. Come on, man. And what he did is he he uh he connected he uh oh how can you say it he he connected yes um, yes heaven and earth yes and basically he oh man how did it, how was i going to say it but basically he he was able to um bring mm-hmm. those recipients yes. of what he did yes he did he was able to pull them into eternity yeah yeah, he revealed himself, and they accepted. Yep. He was the bridge. He was the redeemer. Yeah, he was the bridge is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. He was the bridge mm-hmm. between heaven and earth. My goodness. And if he did, and the only reason he was, because one, he, mm-hmm. he was originally in heaven. Yes. He came to earth. Mm-hmm. He began to build the bridge. The build mm-hmm. bridge wasn't complete until he sat back up on that throne. Right. Once he did that, the bridge was complete. And he, he literally bridged heaven and earth. So wow, now we have is. access into eternity with him. Mm-hmm. Until then, we didn't have access into eternity with him. My goodness. And we talked about repentance. I, this is good, Pastor. It leads us again to this topic here, which is so important yeah. for our listeners to know. If they already knew this, they need to share this with, with other people. Yeah. Because this is, this is, we know this truth, but there's revelation in that truth I mm-hmm. just gave. A whole bunch. We already know that truth, mm-hmm. but but to be able to see it in a different light slightly, mm-hmm. maybe you mm-hmm. didn't understand. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Jesus had to. Mm-hmm. He had to throw a. He had to throw a life preserver basically mm-hmm. to to planet Earth mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we would have stayed in the grave, mm-hmm. and that's why he came to open up the graves. Wow. He took the keys. Of the grave. Yes, sir, he did. And open it up. Yes, sir. And those that decided they wanted to do what was righteous, those in the Old Testament, and even those that died prior to Jesus. Yes. Once he sat on that throne, he now had the key to unlock it for them to come. Wow. And many of those graves opened, according to Scripture in Luke. My goodness. Physical graves. Physical graves literally opened up. Come on now. And people walked out of those graves, and they got to enter into eternity. And again, going with the to the second topic we talked about, is there a loving God? You just proved that there is. Yeah, that's loving. So God doing everything, did everything He had to do to there bridge us, there it is. bridge the gap between heaven and earth. There it is, Pastor. Between between the interdimensional things mm-hmm. with the dimensional things. Mm. We live in a dimension. Mm-hmm. Those are interdimensional. 
Mm. Those are spirit. This is natural. Mm. This is flesh. Yeah. So he had to bridge the bridge it, and we're going to see that bridge when we come back to Earth in the millennium, wow. where we have a glorified body, where spirit. We walk completely in the spirit, yes. and you'll be able to see that we walk completely in the spirit because it will literally be the glory of God surrounding us. You'll see the glory of God on wow. the men, of, men and women God. of God, but they'll still be in their natural flesh too. Wow. But we'll never age because we'll be in a glorified body. Wow. We'll be literally connected from heaven to earth, earth to heaven. You're right. Two different di- di- dimensions. Yes, sir. Connected. You're right because Jesus is not aging. Right. He's not aging. He came... You know, lived here for, was it like 30, 37 years or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something 30. like that. He's never aged. No, he'll never age. He's in a glorified body. His father's spirit. Mm. So he's not in a glorified body. Only the son is. The son's unique. That's Ooh. why there was something special about him. That's why the father, when he sent him, he knew that there was going to be something special about what he was going to do. He was going to give a spirit being, a spirit mm. man, and fashion a body for him. So now he was spirit and soul wow he had it all wow and so and yet he was all god and all man which is like how do you your mind can they really comprehend no yeah no he was all man because he was had flesh but yet he was all god because he had full authority wow had full authority over devils and demons and over wow. all the universe even while he was on earth yes and his name is jesus and his name is jesus so we need a savior we got to learn that repentance is more than just saying, God, forgive me. Yeah. And we got to understand that the love of God can never really be answered just simply. Yes. The fact that, you know, he died on the cross. It's yeah. What came with that love? Amen, Pastor. And there's multiple different things. Wow. It kind of brings back to the first question I asked you. Why do you think people are researching all this? Yeah. And, and that's why I think is because I think. People are looking for answers that a lot of the church is over is overlooking. The Ooh. body of Christ. Think about it. a lot of ministers won't speak on sin, That's and if they good. do, people don't want to hear about it. That's good. So ministers and people tend to flock to the church. People flock to the churches where they feel the most comfortable. That's why it says mm-hmm. in the last day they will look for teachers that will itch their tickling ears. Yes. In other words, they want their ears. Scratched with only the words yes. that make them feel good. Exactly, and that's the t- day we live in. Oh and s- man! And then there is a few. Yes, they're looking for excuses. Yes, and then there's a few that they're finding that they're not getting the answers that they truly need. Yeah. So you have a, a, a wide range, but I would say the first two are the most prevalent as to why they're searching. Wow, I love it. I wish they would Google this podcast yes. and get all the answers they need. Telling you, Pastor, you. You hit everyone on the head of these topics that's that are that's most searched in Google wow. search engine. Wow. So, Pastor, is there anything you want to say in closing here, Pastor? Yeah, you know, d- d- don't try to create a lifestyle that God delivered you from. Mm-hmm. Live the lifestyle that God is trying to help you elevate yourself to. Mm-hmm. If he's saying, look, I want you, you mm-hmm. know, like for me, I love it. he tells me certain things that I don't want you to be participate in that anymore. Yeah. And some people say, well, it's just religious. Call it what you want, but I'm protecting my, my spirit, man. Mm. I'm protecting my relationship. I'm protecting my mind. I'm protecting my heart. I'm protecting the lifestyle that I want to live so mm. that way I can be more obedient to God. So that way I can see that God is pleased with me like he was his son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm protecting that. I love so it. as you get closer, don't look for more excuses 
to move away from God, look for more reasons why what it's going to take to get closer to God. Mm. And you'll never have to worry about whether your repentance was true or not. Ooh. You'll never have to worry about if that was true repentance. When I repent, it's because I'm like, God, I don't even know if I messed up somewhere, but I know that I want my heart right. There it is. And that's so important. A lot of people don't repent for that reason. Yes. I do. Yeah. I care about what God thinks. I love it. You're a man of convictions, Pastor. That's right. Man of convictions. And we all need to be. Amen. Listener, there you go. I'm not going to add to that. <laughs> Share this. Like this podcast. We love you. And God bless. God bless. It's so good. <laughs>